Hey everyone, welcome to the OS Training Podcast. My name is Steve Burge, and in this week's episode, I'm talking with Rod Martin. Rod has just put up a new class on our site all about Mortic, which is an open source platform for marketing automation. What that means is, if someone comes to your site and fills in a web form, you can start to send them a series of emails and perhaps text messages with all sorts of useful information that may convince them to become a customer afterwards. For example, if they download a WordPress ebook, you can send them a whole series of follow-up emails with more useful information. Rod was the training director at Mortic for a couple of years. He started knowing absolutely nothing about marketing automation in general, but trained himself to know all the terminology, all the lingo, and created dozens of videos and help articles to get people up and running, not just with Mortic, but with marketing automation in general. So if you're interested in marketing, then this will be an eye-opener. Mortic is completely free, and it's really not a long way short of some of the much more expensive options on the market. Hey, Rod, welcome back to the Irish Training Podcast. Hey, Steve, thanks for having me back. Cool. So you have just published a class with us on Mortic. Most of our users will probably be looking at that and saying, what on earth is Mortic? Why should I be learning anything about this? It's open source, but beyond that, what is Mautic? What is this video class you've just published for us? Yeah, that's a that's a great question to start with. Uh, Mautic is an open source marketing automation platform. So think Infusionsoft, Eloqua, Pardot, HubSpot, where you can automate a lot of the processes for marketing automation. So having people fill out forms and then sending them an email or a drip campaign or sending them tweets or sending them SMS test messages. Modic does that on an open source platform. So it's free in that sense. Of course, you still have your hosting and you still have the time to put into it, but it's completely open source. Uh, there's a community behind it, similar to WordPress, Joomla or Drupal. Uh, it's actively getting new plugins all the time. So uh, it's it's pretty exciting because again, marketing automation traditionally has been pretty expensive. Well, not anymore. It's now it's something that you can do with an open source product. Yeah, I've looked around and some of the competitors are pretty expensive. I think Pardot is maybe $1,000 per month to get started. Eloqua is 2000 or so. I think HubSpot has some cheaper plans, but they come with very limited feature sets. There's probably room in this space for a much cheaper alternative. Yeah, and, and this goes beyond, say, just a simple MailChimp where you're sending out newsletters each week to your lists because this now adds intelligence to the process. So you can perform actions based on what people do and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's a nice system. Again, open source, so it's free. Okay, so the whole thing is run in PHP? Yes. So you can download it, install it on your um, on your Apache Windows server, just like you would WordPress or Drupal? That's correct. I know you come from a WordPress, Drupal, Joomla, PHP, CMS kind of background, and they all have their own terminology. Uh, you use WordPress long enough, you get used to widgets, posts, pages, themes, all that jargon. Is there an equally big learning curve when it comes to marketing automation? And Mortic, does it have its own jargon, its own language you need to master? 
Well, it does. Uh, the learning curve for something like Modic actually more revolves around the processes because the terminology is pretty evident. So you have contacts, right? You have anonymous people, anonymous uh, visitors to your website, and you have known contacts. That's the that's the breakdown for that. You can segment your contacts. So again, if you've ever used MailChimp or anything else like this, you know you can make up subsets of your lists and then do something with those subsets. Uh, if people subscribe to one particular newsletter, well, that would be a segment or a subset. So in Modic, it's called segments. Some of the people that have worked on Modic are out of the Joomla world. So you'll see and hear some things that are similar. The components in Modic are things like your downloadable assets, the forms, the landing pages, and dynamic content you want to put on somebody's site. Then there are channels. So think components is what you build in order to get people to give you information. Channels is how you send out the information. So marketing messages, emails, text messages, uh, tweets, focus items, things like that. And then the campaign builder brings them all together in a drag and drop interface that is built on a set of decisions, a set of actions, and a set of conditions that you can mix and match at will. Um, most people who have ever done anything in the marketing automation space would understand all of that already. Modic has certain terms that it uses differently. If you're a Salesforce background, you have leads and contacts. In Modic, everybody's a contact. Um, if you're in HubSpot, it's some somewhat similar to that. Another area that people in the CMS world will find to be fairly similar is the idea of plugins. Modic has a whole bunch of plugins that you can get. Uh, for instance, there's a whole suite of plugins for GoToMeeting and training and GoToWebinar. And so they're free, easy to install. In fact, they're actually easier to install than probably most plugins even in WordPress and Joomla. You just click on it and configure it. Uh, Amazon S3 is supported and all kinds of plugins like that as well. There's plugins that are not necessarily shipped with the product that you can download from GitHub that Modic contributors, uh, community people are submitting. There's my favorite one is a white labeler plugin where you can basically strip out all of the Modic branding and put your own branding in there. A lot of people are, are playing with that one. So uh, a lot of community driven plugins, a lot of plugins actually coming from Modic. And uh, so that's, that's really pretty much it for the terminology differences. So these are people who have very much come from the open source CMS world, and they seem to be, from your description, thinking about Mortic in the same way that it's a, a single basic core with a, a kind of plugin directory where you can browse and install things, or maybe you can write your own plugin. It's even using some of the same terminology as CMSs. Uh, Am I right in thinking this might be a little bit easier to use for people coming from a web design background? Absolutely. I, I really do think so because you've got the foundation of PHP. It's, again, open source, so you're free to tinker with it. You can fork your own version of Modic and do anything you want with it. People are writing their own plugins for it. Some people are putting them back to the community. And you know how that goes. It's pretty typical. Uh, I think all three of the major CMSs have people that write plugins or extensions that don't necessarily always offer them back. You're not seeing any paid extensions yet in Modic, uh, but I, I really think that's going to happen. Um, you see some people charging for themes similar to, say, WordPress or Joomla, uh, but not plugins yet. But I think that marketplace is going to grow and there'll be 
the ability to do that at, at some point, probably here in the near future. So a lot of open source people coming to Modic because it's open source uh, and the ability to fork and play and pretty much do whatever you want with it. So if you run a web agency, how can you make money from Mautic? Is it similar to most of the platforms where a lot of the money is in consulting, perhaps similar to Drupal? It sounds as if yeah, there's not I'm really much of a commercial ecosystem yet. That's correct. There is no commercial ecosystem. Now, Modic does have a SaaS version like WordPress does. Modic.org is the open source side. Modic.com is the SaaS side. And again, you know, people can go visit that if they want. It's very similar to WordPress.org and WordPress.com. Uh, web agencies can actually make some pretty decent money, I think, entering into this space, but they're going to have to do their homework. Most web agencies don't understand marketing automation. So if, you, if you're if you a web agency with some marketing automation background, well, then Modic might be a pretty neat thing. There's definitely ability to do some consulting. There's definitely the ability to sell some themes or some templates, depending on your ability with Twig and PHP, uh, as well, probably even some hosting uh, and setup fees are available there. So if you're a web agency that has your own hosting ecosystem, there's definitely money to be made there. Uh, but the money more comes in, I think you're right, in the whole consulting area for um, what you can do with Modic. Well, there's quite a margin to be attacked there. If you have customers who might be on Pardot and paying Pardot several thousand dollars a month simply for the platform, let alone for the setup and everything else, or they're paying HubSpot uh, $5,000 a month or Eloqua $10,000 a month. Uh, there's quite a margin that could be taken by an agency that can implement an open source alternative. Absolutely. Now, now Modic isn't as fully developed as some of those other ones. It's getting there. But again, it's a fairly new open source project. The community still is... Uh, still fairly new and again the number of plugins aren't as robust but it does have for instance a fantastic salesforce integration a fantastic hubspot integration uh, zoho vtiger uh, all of those come already out of the box they're done linkedin as i mentioned go to meeting go to webinar is already done so a lot of those plugins what you would consider the bare bones must have plugins are already there so an agency could definitely step into this space offer some good consulting around marketing automation, the hosting and setup of Modic, and probably make some decent money here. It becomes, I think it it boils down to how do you get that message out and how do you package it uh, with an open source product versus some of these really expensive ones that are more robust. It just depends on the customer's needs and say a customer isn't using some of those advanced features of the other marketing automation platforms, then yes, there's definitely an opportunity there. Okay, so consider me a, a complete marketing automation dummy. What would some of those integrations do? I can imagine, for example, the GoToMeeting one, someone registers for one of your webinars and then you can send them five or six emails afterwards. What about something like LinkedIn? What kind of role would a LinkedIn plugin play with a marketing automation platform? Right, so the, the some of the social plugins are still being developed, but for instance, LinkedIn would give you the ability to see all of that person's LinkedIn profile information and posts right within Modic. You can't post to LinkedIn yet with Modic. Uh, that's not something that most of them can do. But for instance, the Twitter integration, you can actually tweet directly from Modic on your own 
timetable and schedule uh, to as a direct message or a message that's uh, sent out as with a hashtag, for instance. So some of the social plugins aren't as developed as maybe they will be, but there's definitely the ability to draw your LinkedIn profile, your Facebook profile, your Twitter profile, all into one single contact space. So not only do you see all of that, but you see every interaction that they've had on your website in their complete contact history. And uh, it's it's really neat to see that as, uh, as a contact starts to grow with you and go down the sales funnel. Oh, okay. So most of us would probably think of marketing automation as being very email-based, that you'd set up a chain of five or six emails that would go out every two or three days. But a platform like Mortic is thinking in a much wider space in terms of maybe sending people text messages or sending people direct messages on Twitter or messages on LinkedIn as well? That's correct. Uh, I think one of the visions for Modic is that it's an intelligent marketing automations platform. Now, to be fair, the others, some of the others do all of that, but Modic is again doing it open source, so it's free to you. And the ability to use different marketing messages is something that's definitely being built into Modic and aggressively pursued. Because let's say somebody would prefer to get a text rather than an email, or your message is better suited to a text, well, then Modic can do that for you. It has the integrations with, say, Twilio for the SMS text messaging, but it does definitely start with with email. So... What, have you actually been doing any consulting for people on Mortic? Have you been helping customers set up their email lists, uh, grow their email lists? What kind of uh, what kind of clients have come to you looking for Mortic work? Well, it's been interesting. Uh, for a couple of years, I was dealing with enterprise clients, so some pretty big ones uh, that uh, some of your listeners might recognize some of the names. And they were moving, as exactly you pointed out a bit ago, they were moving from uh, Pardot and Marketo, primarily those two, using Modic as an alternative. Uh, and they were testing it out and finding it pretty successful. So I helped them really from onboarding from scratch all the way through uh, their, their basically their first set of campaigns. So it was a lot of planning, a lot of putting together their different campaigns, moving them off those platforms and getting them into Modic so they work. Lately, it's been for me, more small business, and this is actually where my heartbeat is, uh, helping small to medium-sized businesses that may have never done marketing automation before enter into this space where only the big boys have been to this point and actually seeing some really great results. So part of that consulting has been, yes, set up, installation, making sure their cron jobs are working because with the self-hosted version, you have to have cron jobs and a lot of people aren't really familiar with those. But then beyond that, planning out their strategy. And I think this is the thing we sometimes forget. We build a website and we jump right in. We build a marketing automation platform and we jump right in and expect that we're going to see fantastic results. Well, it's pretty similar to anything else. If you build it, they may not come. Uh, it's an integrated approach that helps you get contact information and then nurture them intelligently with personalized marketing messages to take them down your sales funnel. So planning that out and then implementing that is a lot of what I've been doing lately. It's a lot of fun. 
it's a lot of work too, right? It, um, <laughs> it, it's enough work simply to send out a massive email blast and make sure you get it right because it's so easy to screw these things up. Um, probably once a week, I get a email from someone who initially sent it out, realized that they, they have a broken link, realizes they've messed something up, and then they send another email 10 minutes later saying, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I had one uh, of those today. Yep. Was this to 50,000, 100,000 people or just to a much smaller group? Oh, the one I got today, uh, it would have been a pretty big email list. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not going to say who it was, but yeah, it was It was pretty funny. It was one of those, oops, we didn't really mean to hit send just then. Uh, but that goes back to, you know, any marketing automation platform will let you do that. Uh, you can mess up in a hundred different ways. And uh, again, that goes back to testing and, and quality control on anybody's end rather than you can't blame your marketing automation software for that one. <laughs> so... You have the emails going out, and then perhaps you have the text messages, and you have the um, the LinkedIn messages, maybe Facebook messages as well, Facebook Messenger perhaps. Um, and did I hear you say something about dynamic content as well? That's something I'm just starting to see from other uh, big companies, perhaps like Acquia, who are talking about having dynamically changing content inside their CMSs that will send not just personalized emails, but have almost personalized websites pulling customer information from their CRM and showing it on the website. Is that what Mautic can do too? Yeah, let me backtrack for just a minute there because Mautic can't send messages to LinkedIn or Facebook yet. Okay, so it can send tweets, but not those other two. Right now, it's just pulling that okay. contact information in. It can't send it back out. I don't want anybody to get too excited there because uh, that is pretty cool if it, w- if it would do that. I'm, I'm guessing that that's on the roadmap, but I don't know for sure. But uh, I'm yes, guessing those, pl- those platforms might sorry. be cautious about who they give that permission to, right? I can imagine Oh yeah, that getting can abused pretty easily. Yeah, for sure. So it is it is something that is tough to do. And again, I'm not sure what the roadmap is there. Um, but dynamic content, yeah, that's available right now. So the rules for dynamic content uh, is only for people who are currently in a campaign. So let's say I'm a known contact on my on your website and you go into Modic and set up a di- piece of dynamic content that when I come to your site, either from clicking a link in an email or just showing up one day. Um, Modic knows who I am because I've been an identified contact at some point in the past. I'm in a current campaign that pulls that dynamic content into, say, a module position in a Joomla site or a widget in a WordPress site, pulls that information in and displays it to me uh, because I'm known and part of something that's going on at the moment. That's how dynamic content on a website works with Modic. I'll be honest, in fact, somebody was just talking about it today in the Slack channel. It's probably the most fragile section of Modic at this point. Some people have made it work. Some people are struggling with it. It's something I know they're actively working on because it is a big deal. If I can show dynamic content to a visitor on my site that's primarily focused on what they're doing, then that's that's a big deal. Uh, Modic does do dynamic content in emails, as you pointed out. Every, everybody does that. You can pull any contact information that you have um, and put it in an email. Incidentally, Modic also does dynamic content in emails based on anything we know about you. So if you're sending out a massive email and you want everybody in the United States to get one version of it and everybody in Canada to get another 
chunk of it different. That's really, really easy to do in Modic. Um, so there's a lot of dynamic content in the in the mix there. It seems as if Modic is perhaps as much of a of a CRM as well as it is a marketing automation platform. Although perhaps that's where these platforms are going. That whether you choose something like Infusionsoft or HubSpot. The only way to improve the results you're getting is to funnel in more and more of your customers' data. I, I can see companies like Acquia are very much heading in this direction that they want to provide a single hub where you can track your users across maybe the mobile app, maybe the website, maybe the emails, maybe the Twitter campaigns you do, and integrate it all in a single place, a single kind of 2018-style uh, CRM system. Yeah, it's interesting. Is that what the is that what the big Mortic use cases look like? That they end up with an enormous amount of customer data inside them? Uh, yes and no. Uh, it just depends if they already have a CRM. So most of the enterprise clients that I worked with had Salesforce, and Salesforce is like the primary data center for everything. So anything Mautic learned about somebody was actually funneled to Salesforce, not the other way around. So of course. Salesforce contact information could be pushed to Modic, uh, but Salesforce was the database of record. If you're not using a CRM at this point, and most small businesses aren't, then yeah, Modic could definitely function to a degree in that way. You can assign points, you can put people in different segments, you can uh, put people in different stages in Modic as well. You would define the stage, so top of funnel, middle of funnel, you know, bottom of sales funnel. You can define all those any way you want, move people in and out of stages. So it can function like a CRM, but if somebody is already using something like Salesforce, there's no way they're putting all of that contact information in, in Modic. They're going to leave it in Salesforce, use it when they need it, maybe push it to Modic, but not do anything with it in Modic, except use it as maybe a condition for a particular email or marketing message. So yeah, there's potential there, but I don't see them replacing even even HubSpot's marketing automation connects to HubSpot's CRM at this point. So it's going to be an interesting couple of years to see what's going on. I know, uh, I know Modic is, is working on a CRM as well as uh, they've got an, a product called Maestro, which is not open source, that you can use to hook together a whole bunch of Modic instances and get uh, cross-platform data from it. But again, that's a that's a very expensive paid service. Well, it, it seems as if we're, we're heading in two somewhat different directions with companies like Acquia, I've mentioned a couple of times already, uh, Mortic as well collecting enormous amounts of user data which i don't know for some reason i get the feeling it's sits a little bit awkwardly with being an open source own your own data kind of system we're still using open source but we're using it to capture behind the scenes an awful lot of people's activities an awful lot of people's information from different platforms um has anyone you've talked to using more to kind of felt that slight dichotomy between being open source and also being used for an awful lot of kind of secretive customer data collection? Um, is that just me? No, that's just you. Uh, okay. Marketers don't care how they get the information and they don't care how it's stored, whether it's an open source product or not. They just want the information so they can use it to better market to their 
to their customers. Uh, the idea that an open source project is being used in that way, no, not one marketer I've ever talked to cares. Maybe an open source purist might worry about it, um, but no, marketers just love the fact that they can do all of that with a product that's not costing them an arm and a leg. And quite frankly, most of them don't care that it's open source. Um, most small business owners couldn't care less if it's open source. They just know they're not paying $1,000 a month for it. Yeah, maybe I'm coming from too much of an old school open source background. <laughs> um, yeah. But probably once a day for the extensions and plugins that we sell, we get someone asking about the new GDRP laws allowing you to delete all your data from platforms that you use. People are asking is, how can I integrate GDRP with Drupal or WordPress or Joomla? Um, people are asking us how they can delete all their data from our sites when they stop being customers. Uh, I don't know, is, is it, maybe it's a legacy thing that more old school people are, are worried about or um, a small subset of people are concerned about it. Um, well, it's interesting because okay. that was in the Slack channels this week, um, in the Modic Slack channels. How is Modic going to deal with that law? And nobody answered them. Uh, nobody knows. <laughs> okay. So it is definitely coming up. But like you, uh, I'm not sure anybody knows how they're going to handle that. No, I mean, by the time you have such a complicated network of systems, you have data being passed from Mortic to Salesforce, to HubSpot, to all these other places, you may end up with your customer data spread across a dozen different systems. Yeah. Deleting all that is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mortic is a big player in the open source marketing automation space. Does it have any rivals? If, if the people are sitting around in the, the Mortic offices discussing this, are they just focused on the big SaaS services like HubSpot or are there any other players in this game? I don't think there are any other open source marketing automation platforms. I'm just trying to think and go, I don't think there are. There are some free ones like you can use. I mean, even HubSpot has a free uh, SaaS version, but again, it's completely you know locked down. You can only have so many contacts, so many emails go out. Um, I think Modic is the only true open source alternative where if you can download it, host it yourself, send out your own emails for pennies, like literally pennies for thousands. Um, I mean, seriously, marketing automation with Modic doesn't have to cost you a dime over you know your hosting package and sending out. I mean, even you know SendGrid has I think the first ten thousand emails a month are free. Uh, how can you beat that? So. Oh, okay. I was about to ask that question because most hosting companies will have pretty strong restrictions on the emails that you send. Yeah. So the normal Mortic setup would be to host it on yeah, perhaps some, a regular hosting setup, but then send the emails out through Mandra or SendGrid or system like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mortic supports uh, SendGrid, SparkPost. It, it does support PHP mailing, uh, supports Gmail, Amazon, Mandrel, which is not free anymore. And let's see, I'm just looking it up while I'm chatting here. So uh, Mailjet, Postmark, and Elastic Mail, the out of the box. And oh, and any other SMTP server. 
So literally, you can use any email service to send your emails from Mautic. But I totally agree. Unless you're sending five or six a day, you absolutely don't want to use the PHP option there. Cool. So, Rod, final question for you. Sure. You were almost completely new to marketing automation when you got involved with Mautic um, two or three years ago, and you ended up running their training platform. How did you yourself get up to speed? How did you master thinking about marketing automation, putting the pieces together, learning all the jargon? Do you have any recommendations for other people getting started on this journey? Yeah, there's there's a ton of free resources out there for learning marketing automation. Uh, I, I mean, I hate to even mention a competitor to Modic, but HubSpot has some fantastic training that's free on the general principles of marketing automation. So there's the terminology and the principles. How do I plan campaigns? How do I build campaigns? How do I think through taking people through sales funnels? Uh, how do I build meaningful relationships with people via automation? There's a ton of free resources out there. Just Google that. Um, and that's what I did. I literally Googled that. I took a bunch of HubSpot courses uh, because Modic didn't have anything at the time. And then uh, as far as learning Modic itself, well, I just installed it and started playing. Uh, that's the kind of person I am. But over time, I built. I got to build up just a ton of resources at modic.com slash help. So again, that's not the org site that's the com site but most almost all of the tutorials there actually uh, would work with the self-hosted version as well as there's the modic documentation at modic.org slash docs as well as the developer documentation at developer.modic.org and uh, if you're a developer a php developer and you want to develop some plugins the developer documentation is very very good so you'll be able to build a plugin pretty quickly if you've just basically got some basically pretty decent PHP skills. So yeah, uh, it took me it took me a month or two to kind of wrap my head around all of the terminology and Modic itself. Plus the problem was when I started doing that, Modic was changing about every two weeks. So I would take screenshots and create video that two weeks later was completely out of date. It was it was a very, very rapid development time uh, when I started. So that was a bit frustrating. It's a lot more stable now. It's not changing as much. Uh, and so it's much easier to learn and know that something you learn today is probably still going to be true in the next you know four to six months. Well, that's good to know, having just shipped out a whole new class on Mautic. I'm glad we didn't waste our time on that. Well, and that's really true. Uh, like two years ago, it would have been a waste of time. But now it, the platform's much more stable. Uh, the screenshots, the video that, that we put together for that course, they're going to be around for quite a while. I do know there's some really neat enhancements coming, but most of those are going to be under the hood. So the actual screens and functionality probably won't change that much. Cool. And Rod, where can people keep up with you or get in touch if they have any more tech questions? Yeah, thanks. Navigatetomorrow.com is my business site. If I'm blogging about Modic, it's going to be there. You can download a free, fully responsive blank template. And by blank, I mean there's no images. That's just basically a template. It works on every email client, every device, and you can build an entire email out of that blank template. So that's free on my site, uh, navigatetomorrow.com, or I have a personal blog, imrodmartin.com as well. But for Modic stuff, uh, head over to the business site. Wonderful. I will drop links to your websites and also to the um, marketing automation training in the show notes so people can find them easily. Super. 
Wonderful. Thanks for joining us, Rod. We'll probably have you back again in a few weeks. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Talk to you later. Cheers.